Welcome to TuneIn's In Conversation With podcast series, in which we invite Kenyan leaders and trailblazers to discuss their lives and work. Today's episode is part of our Spin Music Vertical, featuring Nairobi musicians Blinky Bill and Madhoni Drummer Queen. This is the third of three segments. Find previous segments at www.innairobi.com forward slash tune in. This is Tune In by the In Network. One of the things that I really like about what you do is that you're like you're very headstrong in terms of the things that you want to see. Mm. And when people tell you no, I don't know if you take it too hard mm. or if you're like, okay, this presents an opportunity mm. to create something. Mm. And that's something that's made Nairobi and Nairobi culture pop because <laughs> in t- in the thing in the thing where people would not book you yeah. for gigs yeah. you made an event yeah that you could play at yeah but also it opens up an avenue for all these Nairobi all these Kenyans all these Kenyan musicians mm. who would not be booked elsewhere that can come and play at your show yeah and like I just want want to hear a little bit about that, and also what your project, new project, is about, uh, and when your where your head is yeah. at, and how you're feeling about. Where's it. my head at? Where's your Where's head, my head at? at? Where's your head at? <laughs> I I feel. Um, so first, thank you. Yeah, I I do agree. That's one of the main things that Blanketin One has done is that it's created a space for our greatness, mm. and my head is at greatness. Mm. And that Kenyan greatness and that African greatness, right? We are now in the, we are entering the roaring 20s, the, the season of greatness. At an individual level and at a community level, I think that this is a, a real, a return and a reminder to greatness. And I think sincerely, a lot of this has <laughs> come because of the amount of time I've spent in Europe in these last years. Mm. And just being in that space where, I am the only Kenyan for miles, right? <laughs> so, inadvertently, I mean, I'm just here to like perform and I've enjoy felt, myself. I really felt that. <laughs> yeah. like, sometimes I think I was playing in Antwerp last yeah. year. I was like, some it was like we are the only Kenyans, and there's another Kenyan who runs a butchery somewhere. I was like, you're Kenyans. <laughs> I came from Kambu. Yeah. And now I live here. <laughs> and 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 feeling and feeling at a very spiritual level the weight of being a Kenyan, of being an African, of being a, a representation of my lineage in that moment, right? Knowing that in that moment, for anybody who's never met Kenya, I am going to be their understanding. Of Kenya going forward. Now, I'm not trying to overstate my uh, my my relevance or my importance, right? Always oh, very, very important to, to know. Note, very important to, to note that I, I am just but a human I and I'm just, just but a baby. A... Okay. No, you're but not. You're not just in but that a baby. moment, you know, because you know it when you're on stage. You know the moment when the audience is now in your sphere Spray, of yeah. understanding, yeah. and that they're no longer observing a performance but participating and yeah. they are part of your worldview and yeah. they are now understanding the thing that you are 
and it became very important for me um, to carry A, Nairobi, because this is home, B, to carry Kenya. And in this last, I'd say in this last year, I've been very conscious that I'm moving in the colonizer space. Right. Very important. Point. And there's a whole generation of you know young Europeans who are not part of colonizer mess, but have necessarily benefited, you know, from the spoils of colonialism. And I found myself asking, so as an African, as a woman, as a Kenyan, what do those ideas mean? What does it mean when I say I'm representing for Nairobi? When I say Nairobi taking over, right? Nairobi I belong to a community of creators, of inventors, of uh, entrepreneurs, name it, photographers, videographers, uh, graphic designers, fashion designers, uh, tech entrepreneurs, people who've literally invented a car, right? Manufacturers, industrialists, and saying, okay, these things are happening in Kenya in real time on Kenyan terms, right and me just thinking whereas it must feel whereas it feels quite radical to us kenyans have been great for a long 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 time before this idea of kenya the state was imposed on us by colonizers right the kenyan people were great the kenyans were inventing boats and trading with you know people in other continents kenyans had extremely incredible culture and cultural artifacts kenyans were kenyans were Right. And so for me, the question being, so actually who slowed down the greatness, this imported idea of, of a state and how the state functions. Tom right? Boyer was on the cover of time in the 60s. Tom Boyer was yeah. on the cover of time, right? Him and his wife. And when you think about how young Tom Boyer was it's when like, he was doing that in his 20s, in his 20s. right? A trade unionist. When, when you think about those ideas, we come from a long, long, long lineage of greatness. And now it's become like... Uh, for me, it's like almost the, it is the one idea driving everything, yeah. the idea of Kenyan greatness, right? And I understand that it's a spectrum of greatness, yeah. right? Greatness isn't just being a performer. In fact, that's just one version. But the idea of greatness, we all tap into that. And so on this next project, I really reflect on the ideas of greatness. I, really in, I also reflect on the idea of joy mm. as a means of existence because I also think that the way Africans are understood on a global platform it's almost like it's an abnormality that we are joyful or that we are overcoming and I'm like as opposed to what joy happiness is a way of being joy is actually a way of surviving this neocolonialism bullshit that we've had to live through right and for me to be like I'm a joyful joyous dope as fuck African, representing where I'm coming from, right? And I am only a doorway. I'm, if you were to use an analogy, I'm John the Baptist. I'm not even Jesus, guys. Like, the Jesuses are there. The mm. Blinkies, the Fenners, the Southies, mm. right? The Osborne Masharias, the Mutuamathekas, the Wanorika Hills. Yo. The greatness is by far the things that are... I the things that the place where I come from is by far, 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 far greater than this one small thing. But if I can convince you, if I can get you to drink from the water of my well, it's like I love the idea of Af like that right now. Africa is being seen as cool, and I, I don't even look want to see it as a fad. But it's like it's, we've always been. We've been we've cool, always bro. been cool. We've You're just late cool. to the party. You're late to the party. And it's like. And in seeing everything that's happening, 
I'm like, you know what? In this spectrum of the conversation, I want to be able to expand it so that we're not just talking about one thing. We're talking about like we can move comfortably mm. into different conversations mm. and into different mm. rooms mm. and be like, oh, okay, I belong in this room. Mm. You didn't sneak I in? I didn't sneak in. No. I'm like, and I have a lot of shit to contribute to Absolutely. this conversation. It's been joyful watching been, you pick the camera. Yeah. Because for me, I'm like, so now you're learning a visual language. Yeah. And I have zero surprise in me if you end up making a film. I'm going to make your a next, film. As your next project. Yeah. As a way to experience your personal greatness. But as a way to show to your peers yeah. and to the younger generation that, in fact, you should do everything. You shouldn't do this one idea of self. I was, I was just watching Ford v. Ferrari. I'm just seeing this person talk about, like, my grandfather made the first Ford, and you guys are not innovating. If anyone comes to the office without an idea, to go walk home, and if someone doesn't come with an idea, like, you're fired. <laughs> I'm like, that's what we need. That's what's up. We need to be able to be like our ancestors, made dope shit and it's like we need to be able to improve on the idea Absolutely. improve on the quality of the conversation Absolutely. improve on the boundaries like expand the boundaries that we were told this is where you can go like mm. I'm, I'm sorry guy like me tomorrow if i decided to make pencils mm. I'll make the dopest pencils Absolutely. I've ever made. Yeah. And no one is going to tell me you can't do it. African innovation, African terms for African if, problems. If I wanted to make film, mm. I'll make the best film I can possibly Absolutely. make. Absolutely. Even if it takes me time to figure it out, I'll figure it out. The same way I figured out music, there's so many ideas that can be figured out. I like that. And so for me, on this next project, um, my big reference point is... Um, when we were in high school, we read a beautiful, beautiful set book called The River and the Source. And we learned, among other words, Nyavi. You right? know. You know um, where we come from. And as a Kenyan, just feeling like, oh my God, what do you mean? This little culture is so rich and so beautiful. And what a heritage. And what a, what a story to have snaked its way down centuries. And I, for me, I feel like that's what I am now. Just having a very deep reconnection with myself as an African, mm -hmm. myself as a Kenyan, myself as a person who's been here since, you know, uh, the advent of human life. Literally, Kenya invented human beings, yeah. right? And saying, I come from a long, 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 long line of greatness. And, and, and when they came to interrupt us, there was resistance. So I also come from a long line of resistance. And so now... And you really remind me of that. Like, every time I, I think of you, uh, like, if you're in this... <laughs> Mao Mao struggle, you'd be a, a resistor. I can Definitely. see that. Not, like, no doubt. No I doubt. Can, no doubt. I, I would be too. <laughs> I'm, I'm of the family of General Modoni, yes. right? And I think to myself, right? Really? Without doubt. I, that, that is my... I see that. Shake my heart. <laughs> I see that. I see that that's a, that's a lineage I, I would call to be mine. And I think that that's the thing that is granted to us now, in this moment, as young, international, dope Africans, young, international, dope Kenyans. The question becomes, okay, 
how do we make this crap version of Kenya and just doing what we do, right? Which is creating dope things and bringing hope to the table. And that's what I'm excited about. That concludes part three of three of TuneIn's In Conversation With series with Kenyan musicians Blinky Bill and Modoni Drama Queen. For previous parts and more exciting content, head to www.innairobi.com forward slash tune in. We give special thanks to Two Grapes Wine and Friends in Kilimani for hosting this discussion. This is Tune In by The In Network. Learn more at www.innairobi.com or on Instagram at The In Network NBO.